The Danger Junior Kissing Cousins Room is brought to you by Alabama Springs Resort. At Alabama Springs Resort, your aunts and uncles will never know they're now your in-laws. Enjoy our rejuvenating mud baths with your closest relative. Hear more about cheap incest jokes and our special offers later in the show. Hi, welcome to the Danger Junior Writer's Room, the only show that's 100% dairy-free but chock-full of lactose. Austin, can I make a comment about the ad? Yes. Have you seen those TikToks where the line will like go down and as the line is going down, it freezes the image? Actually, so I changed can... my mind about you commenting because I don't want to hear about TikTok. So. <laughs> you, can, like, you can like move around uh, and it'll no freeze No TikTok! It. Have you seen these? <laughs> no. Okay, well, I know I've that... seen it. Okay, great. Yeah, um, there was one that I saw where this Not girl, the caption on the video said what I would look like if my parents had been cousins mm-hmm. and the line is going down, 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 down. And you think that she's going to like raise her forehead or something to like make her look like, you know, yeah. and she just doesn't move at all. Oh, uh, that's brilliant. <laughs> she should be on the pod. Yeah. I was like, oh can no. Can we get her? Oh no. That's funny. That's Welcome to the writer's room. We were members of the Danger Junior comedy troupe and their friends and associates get together, talk for a little bit, write some comedy sketches in an hour, do some cold reads mm. and have discussions on like what works, what doesn't in those sketches. I'm one of your hosts, Austin Zessen, and I'm going to introduce everyone from me starting to the right. So we'll get to our special guest last with the simple question. A question did you? Yep. Fuck. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought you heard something. <laughs> I thought you heard a question from the Lord. Yeah. Uh, Hit us with like a would you rather. like a. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like would you rather. Uh, Pepsi or tab? Or tab? Wow. That's (laughs) tab water? (laughs) No, tab cola. Pepsi or tab water? I have never heard of tab cola. The second soda or the like non-existent soda anymore. (laughs) The the currently non-existent soda. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather that I was going to suggest was going to be the would you rather fuck your significant other in in your parents' body of the same gender? What? Like their brain in your... So like I would have to fuck my dad with Logan's brain... Uh, or Logan with my dad's brain. Megan, this is a sophisticated I just prefer podcast. Pepsi. Don't, uh, <laughs> <that's>, <laughs> I don't straight Pepsi. Pepsi's pretty good. Quick, it's going to be Pepsi for me. Yeah. All right. Would you Would you fuck your significant no. other? No. In the uh, same gender no. or Pepsi? Tap water. Yeah. How many times was I asked that in college? Too many times. <laughs> All right. To my right, Jimmy D. Sorry. What was your answer, Jimmy? Um, I'm going tap. Okay. Tap water. Tap water. Megan. Yeah. Ta- uh, uh, oh, my dad. Uh. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, quick. Is Tab a soda? Tab yes. Soda? It is a cola soda. I guess I got to go with Pepsi because I've never had Tab. If you've seen Back to the Future, that's what they drink when they go like into the... Is it when they're in the 80s, right? They yeah, drink yeah, Tab yeah, yeah. and they go back and like, where's Tab? Like they it's dead. Yeah. I guess Pepsi. Logan. Uh, Logan, that's me. And I'm going to go with Tap. Megan's dad in Megan's body. What up? Hey, yo. <laughs> oh, gnarly. Shout outs to, to Richard. Okay, you yeah. said his name. And our special guest of the week, a uh, longtime friend of the show. Uh, he is a comedy writer here in Austin, Texas. Phoenix Zarola. Yeah. Phoenix Zarola. 
Hello, everyone. Thank you for having me. Um, it's excited to be here. It's excited to wear pants for the first time in like seven months because nice. just been at home for a while. Um, so that's our. It's just being out is great, but also being here is even better. Writers Room um, sponsored by Pants. I, I prefer Pepsi. You prefer Pepsi, nice. Pepsi as opposed though. to Tab or tap water or, or fucking now, yeah. your, your parent. Yeah. Now, had you said RC Cola, yeah, that's my shit. Yeah, but that's somebody asked. Well, but yeah. had you? Did, but we we also asked a question, and you were like, "But also, <laughs> and also, I've been thinking about this." <laughs> Yeah. All right, we we need to we need to get some discussion going. I think um, based on last week, we said we would do jobs. Yeah, jobs part, part two. Yeah, that's part a big day. one. Oh, who would like to go first and share just a story or like some funny observation from their job? So I will actually I'll I'll kick us off because there was a story that I wanted to tell last week that I didn't get to. And um, that story is my most recent job before the one that I had now is the closest that I've had to like walking out of a job. And I kind of did, like, I definitely did not put in a two weeks or whatever. Um, but I wish that I had walked out when the interaction with my boss was happening. Just been like, actually, fuck you. I quit. But I waited until the next day so that I could pack up all my shit in the office and also file my payroll and get paid for the week. Um, but essentially what happened, um, is that Logan and it's a long story, but my boss was trying to like extort money out of me. And he kept doing this thing where he would like call me and scream and curse at me and call me lazy and like get really upset with me. And then immediately after be like really chummy. So he would be like, fuck you. Don't give my number out. I can't believe that you would think that that's okay. And like yelling and screaming at me over the phone. And I'd be like, okay, okay, okay. Like just like not knowing what to do. And he would be like, how's your day going? Oh, on the same phone call. <laughs> yes. Oh. So he was just unhinged. He was yes. Just, uh, <laughs> yes. Or like this guy when, just broken man. Yeah. He yeah. came back. He came back to the office later that day, and he's like, "We need to have a little talk." And I was like, "Oh God!" And so then he's like telling me how he's like, "Your work has been really lazy, and I just think that you're not doing enough, and I'm paying you for this amount of time, and you're not using it, and you're stealing from me, and blah blah blah." Um, and then I was like. Literally, like, what do you even say to that? Like, I was like, uh, okay. So I just kind of sat there and was like, just took it, which I should not have. But um, then immediately after he's, so he's like, okay. And I was like, okay. And then he was like, dude, I talked to this girl earlier and she was a total cunt. Like talking about some client that we had, because we used to talk shit about the clients before he went haywire on me. And then the next day he calls me into his office and he's like, why don't you have a seat in that chair right there? And then starts reaming me out about this completely other situation. Does the same thing. I'm like sitting there, I'm like basically crying. And I'm like, he's telling me that I owe him $200. And I'm like, I don't, uh, uh, I, <laughs> what? And I'm just kind of like not saying anything. Cause I'm like, I don't have $200. Like I don't under, I, I what, what? And all of his bases were, just completely unfactual. Um, and he's like yelling at me and all this stuff. And then at the end of it, he's like, so like, did you have a good weekend? Oh my God. And it's like, like, I mean, I mean like a total flip. Um, and so then I was like, I was thinking that it wasn't a super big deal, but because I can be pretty aggressive and I can be very passionate and overreact to things and kind of dramatic. So I leave work and I text Logan and normally when I'm being dramatic, I'll tell Logan about the situation and Logan's very level headed. And so he'll be like, you're 
overreacting. Like, calm the fuck down, bitch. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like I'm overreacting. <laughs> <laughs> Not nice. cool. Yeah. He just keeps me Classic. centered is what I'll say. That's um, what we call it as well. <laughs> but but this situation, because he knew what the boss was yelling me about and how unfactual it was. And so, anyway, so Logan, you know, knows about the situation. And so I, I tell him about how my boss has been treating me. And Logan gets so upset about it that he tells his parents and even his parents are like, no, this is bullshit. Like they're like, he's extorting her and blah, 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 which is not, I don't know. Like they are all, they are more stoic than Logan is. And so for them to be like, no, she needs to quit. I was, and it to come back to Logan and he'd be like, I would have walked out right then when he was saying that to me. I was like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, no. Like, what do I do? So the next morning I went in and I wrote a strongly worded letter about how I was like, A, you can't treat people like this. Like an email or a letter? I put, like, I just printed off, like, a piece of paper and left it on his desk. But um, because the other thing is that the person in my job position there was like a turnover like every three months. And this man who was my boss has been divorced five times. And I, so I, I was like, I just don't think you can keep people. Women. <laughs> like Women. <laughs> like, I was like, I just think that you have a hard time being good. And, yeah. and, and the crazy part about the situation is it is extortion because it's not like it was an expense that happened on the clock. It is not right. at all pertaining to your job. It was like an outside of work social thing without getting into it um and so the fact if it was during your job he could have obviously tried and like dock your pay which is still dodgy but he was just yelling at you until you handed him two hundred dollars and i was like dude you make six digits you make six i i file the payroll that's my job like and you are gonna be like give me two hundred Mm. what what like i work for you you know how much money i make yes i don't have like i was like i was like even if you want to be upset at me about this thing and yell at me for it to make sure that i don't do it again that's still an abusive boss employee relationship but i would understand it but him being like okay so you owe me two hundred dollars uh logan you have a computer with internet in front of you what does like how much is it to get a new marriage license at city hall these days (laughs) <laughs> I'm going to guess $35. Uh, I think it's 105 it That's how much it is in Tennessee. That's so I'm pulling up $7,964. Never getting married. Oh, that's weird. I thought it'd be Never like, that, that, that's what he wanted to use the money for, to get married. <laughs> to, get a, uh, <laughs> to get a new life. Yeah, you he does, just yes what's crazy is, also, is that he does but. have a girlfriend. Oh. He, uh, I was, when I first started at the job in late July. Mm-hmm. Um, 85 bucks, my guy. Oh. Well, 85 why, why bucks. That's. When Dude. he when he's thinking got, like in the future, or like, you could get next, YouTube next TV marriage. for sixty five dollars for one month and watch HDTV. So so when I first started there in late July, because I ran like the email and answered the phone and, and stuff, and I got an email from his divorce lawyer with the final invoice, mm. um, and I was like, oh, did like do I need to pay this or is this like more of a receipt? And he was like, oh, it's a receipt. You know, she's paid. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. But that's how recent his fifth divorce was. Yeah. And he has a girlfriend. I do not understand this man. Well, so anyway, so the next day I go in, I write a strongly worded letter. I leave it on his desk. And I, it was kind of petty of me, but I was like, at the end of the letter, I was like, here's a list of all the things that $200 can buy me. 
I said it can feed Logan and I for at least two weeks, if not longer. It can feed my dog for four months. It can blah, blah, like I just, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) just to put it in perspective for you, how much that means to me. Um, And then I was like, you will not be receiving that from me. I'll get my final paycheck tomorrow and we'll be square and we never have to speak to each other again. Thank you so much. And I packed up all my stuff and left while no one was in the office. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. That's the right thing to do. Yeah. Hmm. It was like, I, it was like so scary cause I've never, I have never walked out of a job. I've always given in two weeks. Um, because I, you know, I've been the person that you're, you know, when someone just stops showing up and then you have to cover for them or whatever. And it's shitty. Um, but I was like, I can't fucking do this. And I, I was like, I don't want to see his face because he's going to yell and scream and curse at me again. What is that thing about jobs that you care? Like, because I'm kind of doing it too in my job mm-hmm. where like I care about the transfers like way more than I should. Yeah. And I care yeah. about like, and it's like, man, it's so dumb. Yeah. Because yeah. if you get fired, they'll be shouldn't. like, go pack up your stuff. Yeah. Bye. Back yeah. when I worked at PF Chang's, I, I probably stayed at PF Chang's a year longer than I should have. Because I just cared about all the people so much, like the the other servers, and yeah. I was like, oh, if I I know how I think it's like I know how shitty it is here, so I feel empathy for the people that have to work here when I don't have to work here anymore, and so I want to stay yeah. and cover as many shifts as possible so that no one else has to work the shifts that I work. This is the way that I mean I feel well, the yeah. way that I feel about mm. it. Yeah, like yeah, because the problem isn't the people at the job; it's the way that jobs are constructed and so it's like like when i was working at the dog place before the job with the shitty boss this year um i i didn't like the job i wasn't being paid enough but my the owner of the business and the manager were very open with us about like where the money goes and how they make the schedule and how they do all this stuff and so i was like i know that you're not cheating me yeah but just the way that shit works like the amount of money that you pay in your rent is not like is crazy because landlords can just charge you out like up the asshole for rent um and so it's like I felt bad whenever I would like call out or not show up and I was like oh I have to put in a two weeks and I have to do all this stuff that's such a bullshit thing though that like we make up in our heads or like they tell us is like you only get four sick days a year and so you're like Man, this company, because like every job interview that you do, and this is obviously rambling on the cult thing of side of things, which was from last week's, but they position the job as in, this is your life now, you know, right. like this is what your life is while you work here. Welcome and these are the, these the, are the rules. You and know. something I was thinking Welcome about, I'm sorry, I'm talking so much. I'm going to shut up after I say this, but Can something I, I was, women in the chat? women. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> <laughs> something I was thinking about last week after the podcast is that if you walk out of a job without putting in a two weeks, the expectation is that you cannot put it on your resume because that yeah. then if they contact that job, that job will give you a bad review. But what I think is funny is that if I were to put that job that I walked out of on my resume and take it in and they're like, can I contact your your past employer? I should be able to say yes because I did a hell of a job at, at that place yeah. and I left because I was being treated poorly, not because I was a bad yeah. employee. But oh, the yeah, assumption that's, yeah, that's, the assumption is that, oh, because you walked out, you're a shitty this employee. is your fault and yeah. not that the workplace was toxic. Yeah, I wonder if like, that's the point of performance reviews. And so it should be that the employee can copy and paste and like have this on file being like, I did do a good job and it is mm. bullshit that I had to do this performance review yeah. um, for at some point. But it's like, 
this is like even when no matter what they say this is what they said while i was still while i was working there Mm -hmm. yeah it also could have been like uh instead of the like physical letter on the desk um maybe like a like a mass like work email to like everybody would have also oh, been I was like the a good only idea. employee oh you're the only employee. i did that, that. <laughs> I did that <laughs> the job. it was it was literally the boss who is the the guy that would yell at me who's yeah. the owner of the company i was the office manager and then it was a construction company so then all of the guys that like go work on the houses yeah i just imagine like but i, I was the only person like in the office with any communication with the owner yeah. okay yeah. So yeah. that's just, why he could be an asshole i was gonna yeah. say exactly. accountability yeah. Yeah. exactly yeah. 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 Just imagine like three dudes standing around a ford f-350 with a bunch of tacos and they the do not speak english and they're yeah. like what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this? I don't oh, even yeah. think most of them what had emails. Yeah. So. yeah. Yeah, one of them opens up on a Nextel <laughs> brick phone. That's his work phone. Yeah. Phoenix, any shitty, shitty work stories? Yeah, uh, I might have told you about this uh, one uh, before. Um, so in high school, I worked at a movie theater, um, and I was working in, like, the concession stand, you know, mm. like, selling popcorn, soda, and, and mm. other shit. Um, mm. Yeah. Yeah, delicious. Um and then one one night, uh, it was for like the last uh, the last movie of the night or whatever. Um, this guy comes in like ten minutes past the movie, which is usually when we would like already be closing. But it's like you know, like he's still like at the bridge, so we'll help him. Uh, and he orders a, a hot dog and a Slurpee. Um, Hell yeah, and that's it, hot. Yeah, Hell yeah. I'm God, I miss the movie theater so fucking bad. Uh, and I was like, okay, you know, like normal normal order that makes sense got him the hot dog on the slurpee sold it to him fine he goes goes to the movies uh now like 20 minutes later we're busy like cleaning and like busting down we're like washing dishes we're cleaning the popcorn machine everything and then the guy comes back and i should say that he was like noticeably like a weird dude like he wasn't just like oh i'm just a guy going to the movie theater like mm. he's there was something off about him from the start but i yeah. was like you know he's a customer whatever he was wearing like can all, you describe him like, like all black duster and a cowboy hat <laughs> yeah <laughs> and, and like nothing else so he was just wearing duster he was wearing like uh like uh sandals with no socks he had like what this kind what? of Sounds, is that, that sounds like a cool guy to me so that, far. Is Go that on. more odd <laughs> than wearing on? sandals with socks? Well, I just think with was a, it cold outside? Uh, not necessarily, but I think with movie theaters, it's generally like cold in the theater, so that I would makes, expect yeah, to wear shoes sense. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Then he also had like this uh, like ripped up jacket and like. I don't know. His hair looked like it was like dirty. Like he hadn't showered in a this few days. This might have been me. Yeah, was this <laughs> Logan? Okay, well, was straight up, dude. Yeah, so far I'm like, dude, you're describing me, my guy. <laughs> Listen, if I'll say the next part of the story, and if it rings a bell, yeah. I probably met you before. Okay, cool. okay. It sounds like Logan's like Gucci line when he gets like yes. sponsored one day by Gucci. Like this a is hot dog and a Slurpee is also with. the order. Yeah. So. He had a Harambe yeah. Christmas sweater. It was like, what? Yo. <laughs> 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 Uh, so anyways, he comes back and he says, uh, uh, Hey, can you help me out real quick? Cause he's like, I'm busy cleaning and, I'm, and I turn around I'm like, yeah, sure. Uh, what's, what's, what's up. And then he shows me, uh, his hot dog wrapper with a bun and no wiener in it. And he says, <laughs> can I get a refill of a hot for my hot dog? <laughs> no. Hell yeah. You can brother. <laughs> no. No. He, was, he was asking for a refill for his hot dog. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> Which. Real, I mean, real quick, I just want to go around. What would y'all have responded with? Logan, can I refill uh, the hot dog? In my dreams, yeah. in my dreams, I'm like, damn straight, brother got it on lock. And I slam a wiener yeah. down into those buns. 
realistically, I would have probably cried. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> valid valid, yeah. valid said, response. You said that it's like kind of late. Yeah, it's like you're closing, we're closing yeah. down. Like, so I guess realistically, if if there were any like hot dogs left on a little spinner, because we're closing. Right. I would give it to him. Okay. But I, I should say that I've already removed all the hot dogs from the spinner. But, so they're cold. Mm. But yeah, that's a, yeah, they're cold. Yeah. Some of them are thrown out because they're like getting dirty. Right. So I would say like, I would be like, you want a cold one? Because like, shit, we're closed. But I would give him one if he wanted a cold one, I guess. But, I, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, Jimmy? I think there's those, t- those moments, you know, in life. And I'm talking about those moments from the beginning of time that are just special. Yeah. You know, and you got to be in the moment. Yeah. And you got to say, this guy's getting a motherfucking new hot dog. Yeah. Yeah. Wiener. Get but, in the yeah. car, bro. He's getting, yeah. And then, get in the car, bro. Because then Sonic. that's like red, to me, that's like red pill, blue pill. Am I going to be a boring ass, like corporate man? Yeah. Or is this guy getting a wiener, dude? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I get that. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. I'm totally on board now. And actually, I don't know. If, I don't know if I sold that enough. Yeah. But the guy's getting a wiener. Yeah. I'd probably roast this guy. I'd probably <laughs> roast this guy like he's a weenie. I'd probably, did yeah. you really just eat the wiener out of the bun? <laughs> did you really do that? This yeah. sounds like the kind of guy that has never blinked in his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, in this memory, I don't remember him blinking. Yeah. So, so, so like, Austin, never tell us blinked. what you would do. And then I really want to know what happened next. Uh, yeah. I would, I would, I would look at him and yeah. look at the bun. Yeah. And then look back at him. Yeah. And then I'd look at the clothes. Yeah. And I go, no. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, 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 what, you like that's what you would do. That's what you would do. That sounds like yeah. Austin. I'd probably take the bun from him and eat it. <laughs> oh, yeah, you think you're a fucking yeah. weirdo? And I'm going to out-weird him. I will out-weird One you. Up. Yeah. Uh, however, if this was a porn, I, you know, yeah. obviously you'd have to put your wiener in the bun. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. That's the other. I got your refill was right here. I can't believe I didn't think of that. This was not a porno. It was real life. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. So all valid answers. I panicked <laughs> and totally my yeah, response yeah, was what flavor? Oh, <laughs> because I, I guess yeah, thought yeah. he was talking about soda yeah, like in my right. brain. Yeah. So Just, your brain took over. It like malfunctioned and I didn't know what to do. Yeah, Probably meat there, brother. That's probably going <laughs> to be What if flavors. he was like, what if meat. he looked at you dead in the eyes and he was like, Grape. Yeah. <laughs> what do you I do? don't know what I would have done. I would have yeah. just like gotten Welch's and a hot dog yeah. and like mixed it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right, oh, yeah. He responds hot dog flavor. Yeah, and, yeah that sounds good. I love that. I love that. I want to make he's fun right. of, but like that's correct. No, he's yeah, right. He's I right. was I was wrong. <laughs> well, shit. Here's your hot dog, yeah. friend. So then I was like, right, okay. What flavor? And then I take the bun and the wrapper, and I'm like, hold on, give me a second. And I go to the back where like our kitchen stuff is because I see that we don't have hot dogs anymore. And I go to my coworker and I'm like, this guy wants a hot dog wiener in this bun. (laughs) And he's like, we don't fucking do that. (laughs) I was like, I know. What do I do? I'm like, I don't know what this, what this calls for. Uh, Cause I think I worked for like a month. So I was like, I don't know what to do. And he was like, just tell them that we threw them all out. And so I go back and I'm like, hey, man, I'm sorry, but we actually threw out all the hot dogs. And like now you can't even give him the bread because you're carrying it. You yeah. took it out of his well, sight. Well, this was pre-COVID. Like, yeah. and he probably didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Right. Well, I, I, he goes like, oh, okay, that's okay, man. And I was like, do you want this back? And then he's like, no. And then he just like, instead of going back to the movie, he like walks out the theater. What? Like, well, I, his movie was still going? Yeah, it was like 20 minutes into the movie. Oh, what movie was it? <laughs> uh, let's see. It was... 
in 2014 it had to have been like days of future past like x-men or okay. something yeah. it was some, something like that yeah. and he was like okay he was like eh, that's okay and he just walked out and i just don't know if like i caused him to lose the cut like so, he was like if i get a hot dog eating this movie like watching this movie then i'm out like, that's an, i think what happened maybe is, he just wasn't enjoying the movie like maybe it was boring he, yeah he could have just disliked it he was like yeah. the only way i'm staying is if i get a hot dog and yeah. that's the last straw yeah and do they're really think, gonna have to sell it to me do you <laughs> think he would have eaten the wiener again and then come back and ask for another refill like it's free refills on the hot dog I truly think so. Yeah, I think and he would. I would have absolutely feared refill. that. I yeah. want to know if this guy's got a pattern. You know what I mean? If this guy's done this <laughs> well, before, or like if it's worked before, like yeah, it reminds me of um, bread I, it guy. It would work for me for sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of bread guy at the I, tavern. I would have given. I don't give bread guy free bread, but I would have given that guy a free hot dog. Yeah. For well, sure, that guy's sure. clever about like, can yeah. I get a refill? That's yeah. funny. Yeah, and it was like a container. I was like, I guess you could think that we do this yeah it is kind of a cup yeah <laughs> like it's all have, have we talked it's about all bread like guy? container for huh? the wiener yeah we haven't talked about bread guy Austin, you should talk no. about bread guy uh okay so we, i don't know yeah yeah should we well i just don't know that there's that much to say he's just a shitty customer yeah he's just a guy who just was just like can i just get some bread he's just he's a hyper regular at our store he comes in every week and like he, once a he week, asks yeah. for slices of bread and That's he asks fucking for like wonder bread <laughs> and he asks for like he'll he'll do like a hobo lemonade which is like ask for water right yeah and then sugar get and lemon. tons of sugar and lemon to make it for free is yeah. he like homeless like does he need the food or i don't think so i, I think he lives I, with I, his parents I, well, he has friends he like comes yeah. and hangs out he comes he plays he's a He's a Magic the Gathering player. So, we I mean, say that's it. so that's like enough. Saying. That's all you need <laughs> to know about it. Yeah. Uh, what else has he done yeah, in the we past? Be like that. He also um, he never wears a mask. At the he store. tries to never wear a mask, and constantly we're yelling at him, and he'll get up and like try and enter the store again without a mask, and we're like, dude, yeah. dude, and like I, I just constantly just stare at him and point at my mask yeah. face mask. I'm like, yeah. please. Put when I back on. was working at the dog place, um, in like probably maybe June, this happened. Um, there's this crazy fucking lady. She's very old and her and her daughter, they live together and I guess they have a dog together that they bring. Anyway, the dog is great. Um, but they came to pick her up one day from a boarding stay and we hadn't, she had like maybe pissed her shit all over her bed or something. So we were washing the bedding for them, but it wasn't dry. And so we were like, we can give it to you like in a, in like a trash bag and you can take it home and put it in your dryer or... We'll finish washing it, and if you want to, you know, pick it up next time you're here or whatever, that's fine. And this lady freaks the fuck out, and she's not wearing a mask in the lobby, but this, maybe it was earlier than June, because it was before, like, everyone was required to wear one, so, like, we as employees were wearing them. Um, And so we all have our masks on, and she's freaking the fuck out, and she's like, I can't believe that, blah, blah, blah. And then she starts, like, screaming at us about, like, why is everyone wearing all these fucking masks? And she like goes up to one of the other girls and, and like Jim pulls Carrey it. Came in, he was like smoking. <laughs> <laughs> she like she like pulls it. Like no. you know when like when like boys would pull girls' bra, bra straps, straps and like, like elastic down. She like pulls it from her face and it snaps back on this girl's face. What the fuck? And wow. my the owner comes because he's watching her yeah, on I'm the about camera. To pull my fist back, snap yeah. back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm trying to he's watching on Damn. the camera from the office. The manager is in the lobby with me and the other girl. And he's watching and he sees that and he was like, oh, mm-mm, no. Yeah. And he comes out and he's like, get out, get yeah. out. And you don't get your bedding. Get yeah. out. You're never walking. Like he was a really yeah. cool owner. Um, but she was fucking crazy, yeah, dude. That's scary. That's yeah. so fucking crazy. <laughs> You see I that? hate Man, customers. I can't wait to lose my shit on somebody, dude. I hate I, customers so it's much. It's been long overdue. Have yeah. y'all have y'all seen um 
at the time of this recording, this article just came out like, I want to say less than a week ago, but uh, the HEBs specifically in Houston have stopped enforcing mask law because so many employees are verbally and physically assaulted by people when they are reminded. Um, oh like my em- God. Employees will be like, hey, you got to put a mask on or they'll be really, obviously in a nice way because right. they're HEB employees. Yeah. And people will assault them and they've like gone to hospitals at this point. I can't I'm believe to go work. I'm angry enough. I'm trying to go work at AGB in Houston. I'm gonna do. Some I can't believe that it's like push-ups this morning. That it's <laughs> like get rid of the mask yeah. policy instead of I don't know higher security. Like yeah. to yeah, me, dude. that's yeah. hey AGB Houston. Hire me. I'm ready to go. I'm angry. All I do is watch documentaries about Little St. James Island at night. I'm ready. Like you're I, a million wonder- dollar company. You're going to not protect your employees yeah. Yeah. instead of hiring security yeah, for some extra money. Yeah. Like okay, I don't need a gun. Here's the thing. I have two in Austin. They can do that because, um, oh my God, who's the, because the mayor, Yeah. what's his bucket? Oh my God. Adler. Adler. Steve Steve Adler. Adler. Terrence Malick. Steve Adler was like, we're going to, we're going to incur fines. Um, Mm -hmm. and obviously he went to Mexico. Yeah. (laughs) And then police can come in and enforce those fines and even remove people, uh, for not wearing a mask. I don't know what the Houston city mandate is, but Mm. Greg Abbott has just said these are guidelines. Right. Adler's like these are hard enforcements. Fuck I mean, I'm just gonna say this: if you're a listener of this podcast and you live in Houston, don't yeah. move out of there. <laughs> Easy, yeah. it's a bad it's a fucking place. swamp Easy town, fix. and it's bad. The weather sucks. Yeah, there's dude. nothing great Except there. Move to Dallas. We love you. Move to Dallas, but we also miss you. It's that easy. Jimmy, yeah. do you have any funny client stories, like uh, customer stories? Customer stories. Um, can we circle back? Yeah. Yeah, let's circle I, I, back. Logan, I was going to oh. say you should tell your story. I have a story. So, I used to work at, at the P.F. Chang's at 2525 West End Avenue, Nashville. Mm-hmm. And the only P.F. Chang's wow. without... Without a terracotta warrior standing out front. Yep. If you've been to a P.F. Chang's and you've seen the terracotta warrior standing guard out front, 2525 West End Avenue, Nashville is the only P.F. Chang's in the nation that does not have And I one. think it's cursed because of that. It is cursed because of that. We're the second lowest performing P.F. Chang's in the nation. Uh, we also are the number one at breaking plates. Nobody breaks plates better than 2525 West End Avenue. I've heard, I've actually heard that from other yeah. people, not even you. Number one in the yeah, nation. That's, that's amazing. So it was a pretty ghetto location. It, it was very fun. It was mostly college students, it was mostly like music school students because Belmont was right across the street. Um, and so it was just like a bunch of kids that didn't give a shit. And Tennessee, Tennessee kids don't give a shit about anything. And this story is kind of about that. So I used to hang out with this guy named, I'm not going to say his name. Well, I, I'd say his fucking name, whatever. Women. I used to hang out with this guy named Elliot. Women. And he was really chill. And for a while, I thought he might be a werewolf. Because, <laughs> yep. and th- yep. there's, there's some, listen. I still believe this. Yeah. I, I genuinely think that if werewolves are real, and I'm not even joking. This is not a joke. I genuinely think that if they happen to be real, he for sure is one. Because he, before working at, moving to Nashville and working at P.F. Chang's, he worked as a groundskeeper for the Grand Tetons National Park. And when I would ask him what he did, he would be like, I just lived in a shack on the property. Which, like, mm. that's is not, not enough information. Yeah, that's not yeah. what. Not a job. And he had, like, a, he had like <laughs> yeah. a map of the Grand Tetons at his house. He was incredibly generous and a good person. Like, Every second and fourth Tuesday of the yeah. month, he would, he would invite all of the staff of the store, front and, like, and back of house, and to all come. their significant others. But not others. the third. Yeah. Yeah. Full moon. Yes, exactly. No, but exactly. hold on. Okay. Second and fourth. And he would, 
cook us all dinner and we he would, would make dinner. like 12 chicken breasts yeah he would he would buy cliff bars for everybody yeah i went to i looked in his closet one time and it was top to bottom cliff bars he would just bring them and be like don't get dehydrated don't don't get like you know eat 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 he's you just guys like a eat. saint genuinely a saint of a man so he's like a manager what was his like situation no, he was so, just a server yeah. he, well he oh, was a, a server and then he did become a manager eventually. But he why could he? How could he afford all these these chickens and cliffs? Because he lived alone, and and he had a really cheap apartment. Because he lived in Antioch, which was like the one bad neighborhood in in Nashville. Okay. So it was like three. And he also a month. just like is doesn't do anything. But yeah, work. he would. He, he was would, literally he would there work. like seven days a week, all day, oh. doubles. That's yeah. all he did. Yes. just a machine. So would he be like near the silverware and be like, "Whoa, I can't be near any of this. I don't <laughs> want this touching my chest at all." Because well, listen. So he would do that. And then he would, and I'm not joking and I'm not exaggerating. This was like clockwork. Every month, three nights a month, he would go camping. Okay. And you know which three nights of the month it was. It was a full moon. Yeah. Mm. I'm not, and I'm not exaggerating. He did it every month. And so he was also very hairy. And I, one night. Handsome, but very hairy. Yeah. One night I'm at the store and he and I used to close together because he lived, I would go to his house all the time and smoke weed. And um, we're closing together and we're just like getting things ready and cleaning. And I was like, man, I'm, I'm, I got to be honest with you. And Brent, the bartender, he's one of the other guys that closed. I was like, we've been talking about this behind your back. I'm going to be honest, is you're a werewolf and we know it. And he, <laughs> and he didn't say yes or no. He yep. went, oh, shit. <laughs> my hand on my heart. What? My, hold on. My hand on my heart. This truly happened. And you, I'm going to tell you guys his first and last name. We're going to find him on Facebook. You can he private message totally him after this. He would totally listen to this show he, if he, he goes, existed. Oh, shit. Drops trow in the restaurant. And he's got a big-ass tattoo on his left thigh of a wolf. He's a wolf guy. He's a, wow. He's not a wolf guy. He's a wolf man. <laughs> <laughs> he's a, and they made a movie about him. Yeah. Um, uh, do you think he's a werewolf, or do you think maybe he's a wolf of Snow Hollow situation? You haven't watched the movie. Yeah, we didn't no, get to watch remember? that one. Ah, remember? never yeah. mind. I can't yeah. spoil it. But listeners, yeah. if you watch the second Jim Cummings film, I think five people in the nation have. Yeah. Um, came out. It them. came out at a pretty inopportune yeah. time. Yeah, that is very fair. So, but yeah, so I... And I say all that to say this. So I thought he was a werewolf. And then there was this one girl that worked there. And I started thinking, because she had like a super shady past. I knew, we all knew that she was running from the law in uh, Mississippi. Um, and we were like, she's got rich parents in Mississippi. And we didn't know. She was Y'all, always quiet. Every single person at this P.F. Chang's was a character. Yeah. Like literally yeah. every single person is like, we could write an entire sketch about them. So, uh, So I would hang out with her all the time to try to get to the bottom of it. And they were always at odds with each other. And I came up with this theory that she was a vampire. Yep. And that she had hunted him down. She had come here and he had come here from that. She had come from Mississippi. They had come here from Grand Tetons and this was their dueling grounds and they were going to fight to the death. And I really at thought so. At the PF, dog. That's where it happens. And, there, and yeah. because there's no terracotta warrior... Protecting. To protect, protecting. Yeah. Oh, that's like a that's like you, it's sanctioned. Like they it, can't oh, fight there. It's like a church. Oh yeah, yeah. Church, but mm. not, not. They're the ones breaking the plates when they get in the fights. They're yeah. just like it's messing everything around. It's true. So they them know. and all the other servers. Yeah. Every shift, <laughs> nonstop, <laughs> nonstop. It was nonstop. <laughs> That's Every day, that's a different thing. Like an old timey piano player, just like my shuffling. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, but as it turns out, she was not a vampire, 
And one night I'm serving and I'm in the background and I hear a commotion and I come out in the front and I see red and blue flashing lights. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And all the customers, because like P.F. Chang's, even though it was like the shittiest P.F. Chang's in the nation, is still like, you know, middle class people that think they're upper middle class people still eat there. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're like, oh, we're going to spend a hundred dollars. So they're all wearing like button up shirts and stuff. They like look up outside and I see this girl has overdose on heroin in the bathroom, she was not a vampire. A she yeah. was an opiate addict. She was just mm. a drug. Yeah, she yep. was just a drug addict. <laughs> yeah. On the run from the law. Yeah. Um. And yeah, that that's that story. Did she die? That's pretty. She, I don't think she died. I think she went to rehab. And I think actually, and shout outs, shout outs to uh, Paul Fleming and shout outs to Philip Changs. Those are the two owners of PF Changs. Um. They actually have a thing where they pay for like people's medical bills if enough people like they'll match cost. So if enough people at the store put up a bunch of money, they'll match half like or not half of it, but they'll go what you make, they'll put up. Mm -hmm. And so I think like everyone in the store put up like a couple hundred bucks and we sent her to rehab. It was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine overdosing on your shift in the bathroom of a PF Chang's on heroin? Yeah. Like I can With imagine, I can imagine, I can imagine, I mean, honestly, her life sounds pretty stressful, man. Yeah, she probably like, rough, dude. she comes from a high up family, you know, yeah. like there's a lot of pressure on her. Yeah. This is probably her first big fish outside of the In family. Mississippi, too, and this dude. is her like, you we know, her first one. This is a comedy podcast. We can't do the, this whole empathy bit. No, yeah. the, this is a bit though. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, just, just let him finish. Yeah. So this is, her, yeah. And then, so. Where was I going? Yeah, this is her first big fish outside of her family, and they're like, "We believe in you. You could be yeah. this. You know, you're gonna the own van. We're the Van Helsing's, and like, yeah. you know, you're you have a this large name, and you gotta live up to the expectation." She's yeah. like, "But I just want to do drugs." Yeah, and they're like, "No, but you gotta go after the big one." Yeah, he's hard to catch. He's yeah. he's very subtle. He doesn't yeah. leave any tracks. You yeah. know, and she's like, "I'll try." Yeah. And they're like, first you got to get a job at PF Chang's. Yeah. <laughs> God, and she's what? Like, she's like, for real? That's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's like, I'm, I'm not supposed to do heroin. Yeah. No. <laughs> you want me to work at PF Chang's and I'm not supposed to do smack? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's oh. that. And he, I think he's just a hippie. Yeah, he's I just think a she was just a drug addict, and he was just a hippie. And I have an overactive imagination. <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> dope. That's man. what it was. Uh, yeah. That actually reminds me of man. I'm so glad you told that story because uh, I used to. I worked at Guitar Center for a very long time. Uh, Hell yeah! It was like three and a half to four years. So you're the reason my music career didn't take off. Yeah, dude. I oh my god, the story about every Guitar Center employee is so true. Like they're all just <laughs> terrible people, uh, and don't give a shit about you or your music. Yeah. Uh, and it's sad, but, um, it's the world we live in. Mm -hmm. So I live or I worked with, um, a very funny guy, Eddie Van Helsing. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, Edward Van Helsing. Mm -hmm. And this guy, man, he was like the most friendliest guy and very like, you just liked him immediately. Like he had just had this like really fun, like welcoming, like warm personality. And like literally the first moment I met him, I was like, I like you, dude. Like you're cool. Um, but then he had these like slips, like these, these conspiracy slips that he just could not help like coming out with. Like he was a big Alex Jones guy and he like, where we part ways. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He was like into the vitamins. He was into like, I mean, he was like far on the spectrum of like being like insane, but very functioning. Yeah. And like, he'd be selling a keyboard and be like, 
you know, this keyboard is great. It's got like so many sounds. Is this Blake? No. <laughs> <laughs> or like a PA or whatever. And he'd be like telling this story. And then he'd like every time he'd win over a customer and then he just couldn't help himself, man. Like he had to like evangelize. Yeah. And he'd be like, I get that though. I dude. That's... But he, he was like, it was weird. Like in a way, like it did work and people, mm-hmm. I think it was almost like the, like the hot dog wiener situation. He would just throw it out there. What's the name yeah. of the YouTube documentary? What is it? That's, that's what people would say. I'm well, sorry. They would, they, they would Fuck. not, no, they would not be interested. I think they would, it would, like, he would say something like, yeah. And that's why our government are all devil, devil worshipers and, you know, and sacrifice yeah. babies. Yeah. And, they'd oh. be, and they'd be like, I mean, Oh, and then they, but they like him. They're like, yeah. you're normal. I think. Yeah. And then they would just kind of like, let it go. Yeah. And then as he's like checking out, he would like have to do, he's like, and you know, Hollywood's just a, you know, a big sex child yeah. trafficking ring. Well, and, the thing about that rabbit hole is that, it gets you, dude. Yeah. And then even if you are a normal guy, it's always, it's like a rattle can of spray paint. It's always back there. And every person you're like, you're really going to buy a guitar pedal right now? <laughs> yeah. You're really going to buy a guitar pedal right and now? And I think like it yeah. can make you feel like you're more than just some normal guy because yeah. you're in well, on it. You're special. You know. Well, that's 100% it yeah. because he's like, I am doing Savior this syndrome. stranger a favor. Yeah. 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 But really, and we all loved him. And it was just one of those things that we just like wrote off because he was a very interesting guy. Yeah. But it was one like he, he wouldn't like live his life. And it's yeah. why it bummed me out so I'm much. I'm glad you guys do this for me. I'm glad that you guys. Well, okay, you're could... not bad. <laughs> yeah. you're. Yeah. You don't live with him, Jimmy. Oh, my God. <laughs> Logan, could you imagine being non-charismatic and believing in conspiracy theories? Then no one would care. Oh my God! You'd be like, I'm glad that I've got these devilish good looks and this silver tongue. Yeah. Well, here's the let difference. Let me tell you, is that you live a life and you yeah. make things, you create yeah. things, and you yeah. hang out with people. He was like, I cannot leave my house. All I can do is oh, go yeah. home. He didn't have any furniture. He literally yeah. just had like a camping chair in his living room, and he oh, just yeah. smoked weed and like watched these videos. Oh and, yeah, and I just, know this guy, bro. I know this guy, Jimmy. Have you watched the documentary "Don't Fuck with Cats"? No. You should watch it. Uh, yep. Megan, you want to talk about it? <laughs> it? I mean, it's just a documentary about these types of people. Yeah. So it's like uh, several years ago on the internet, some guy put up videos of him murdering cats pretty violently, and they were like, that's fucking wrong. And then these two, specifically these two people, but like a small group of maybe five to ten, um, decided like, oh, we're going to track him the fuck down. And so then they would like come home from their jobs and like not go and like literally just spend all of their time on their computers like researching this yeah yeah yeah. it ended up turning into like an international he was like an international wanted criminal and he was traveling the world and they were helping the fbi it was a it's really a really cool interesting documentary about a very terrible person who murders cats um but that that made me think of it it's like those people that are like i have to be important i watched a documentary called don't fuck cats and it's a totally different thing uh logan i don't i don't think that's a real documentary not Oh, yep. Actually, you know, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> now we're fine. It's a different video. <laughs> yeah. And that's a tricky, that's a, that's a tricky thing. Cause it's like, I know there's some evil shit going out there. Oh yeah. But like th- you can't really, yeah, that's not thing, that you yeah. can't do anything about it, but you can only like, you still have to live your life and like yeah. be yeah. a person and like find <clears throat> natural ways to like invoke joy in your life. And so I don't have a problem with somebody like, 
hating some pedophiles because I'm, yeah. I'm about that shit, dude. Like, fuck that shit. I, but also, like, you also have to fucking go to the park and... and yeah, like, that's the you thing. Know, is like, you, you can't remember and, that, like, you only get one life, right? Yeah. Like, you, can't, like, you, you can't forget that you only get one life, right? Yeah, and, then, and he was like... And he literally... Oh, he, yeah. like, he wouldn't let us take pictures of him because he's like, then Facebook will have my face. And then the guy... Like, he was like, the government they is after face, me. Brother. They got your face Bro, a long time He ago. was just like, a witness protection yeah. program. You work at Guitar Center. They yeah. have your face. Yeah, you got You have a driver's license, I think. Probably, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it, that's the that's your face. <laughs> yeah, so. uh, I don't want to sound crass, but I mean they they are. Um, I don't type this stuff out anywhere. I don't yeah. tell anyone. Yeah. But anytime uh, after I have sex, somehow yeah. I see an ad for condoms, and I'm like, this is not a coincidence. Really? Yes, and I well, never I mean, see it any other time. Samsung phones. Well, yeah, like me, was, I have sex Pandora's a lot, box. dude. <laughs> and <laughs> dude, I yeah. and then that same your thing, phone Austin, is just an advertisement. Yeah, I get, sex. and it's like. Yeah, sex. That, that happens stuff. to me too. I so, get advertisements for things. I, I think it's because well, yeah. that was yeah. a tangent. But I think going off of yeah, Jimmy's wait, thing, I was saying. Um, I wonder if it's because <laughs> when you watch something, the YouTube algorithm, whatever algorithm, tracks that like cookie that's in your data history, and they're like, oh, he just wants to watch more of that, yeah. right? And that's such a dangerous way to have an insular life. I mean, for me, it's fine because I'm just watching videos about video games and right. like, new movies coming out, yeah. which is fine. Right, but as but soon as you click on one, like one weird tangent, like they get people, interview. and the, inter- yeah. the internet yeah. gets people like red pilled essentially, yeah. Yeah. yeah, because it puts them in this little bubble of like only seeing that content, yeah. yeah. And, and and at some point, it's like there's no way to. Uh, Starts off with Cumbtown clips, and then suddenly you're watching Nick Mullen rant about Jeffrey Epstein, and yep. then all of a sudden you're yep. reading <laughs> Charles Manson's conspiracy books in your bedroom at 4 a.m. writing scripts. Yeah, <laughs> When's last time I don't you know anyone like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I kind of like your routine, dude, R- because whatever you're doing, it works, man. <laughs> yeah, you're making well, hey, some, you make cool shit, and hey, you're thanks. a cool guy. So ride yeah. that, ride and until that you stop wave. being yeah. cool, then we like the second you stop being cool, I've got we I've got a you. golden desert eagle under my bed, and I told Megan the day I stop being cool, there's one bullet in the chamber. <laughs> All right, <laughs> yeah, and, and you're like, and it's for Megan. Yeah, <laughs> and you find someone who thinks shoot I'm your, cool. Shoot, <laughs> if you don't think I'm cool, shoot yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Phoenix, you got any more work go, go, stories? Go, go, go. What's the What's the worst job you've ever had? Uh, the worst job I had. I haven't had that many. It would probably be the movie theater one just because it was like, it was like minimum wage and like everyone there sucked. And it's, I don't know. Working in a movie theater is a great way to like, not like the movie theater (laughs) because it's just like, Mm -hmm. Oh, like I liked the part where I was watching movies, not like all this, like, stuff of like dealing with weird random customers working late especially Uh, if you have to work holidays too yeah Yeah. working holidays you like never get off um i had a job for uh at a comedy club here in austin Mm. but it closed because of cap city comedy cap city comedy club made me cry dude literally made me cry like (laughs) yeah yeah it hurt on a personal level but then it also hurt like oh so i'm not getting my job back either (laughs) yeah so don't have a job right now um, Hell yeah! You're gonna work at Rogan's new club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <gonna work>. I'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll meet Alex Jones soon. Yeah, you know? it'll be. It'll he'll be, cool. be there. Yeah, yeah. He'll be at the club. Uh oh. They'll hear it. So many people are moving to Austin. No, I don't like it. Yeah. I think it's great. I, I say that, but I moved here. Dude. Like, yeah. I'm gonna infiltrate it, bro. I think I'm gonna start working for Musk. I think I'm gonna work. I'm gonna be his butler. I mean, shit. Well, hey, you could be a good valet. I yeah. feel like Let being a driver. I feel like being a driver is actually kind of a hookup of a job. Yeah, I especially would just be someone's driver. Cars, yeah. you don't even have to pay. And for if you're them. and if you're That's like a driver, you, if you're a driver for a senator, you can take uh, drug payments from uh, crime lords in Baltimore. 
Um, yeah. Logan, we just got a parasite. I would. Elon Musk. I, I would. I work as a housekeeper right now. So I'll do that. And then you can be his driver. Yeah. And then I'll Austin, you can math. be. I can be a chef slash bartender. Okay. Yeah. And then yeah. Jimmy can be a tutor. Yeah. What would I teach? I don't know. Life skills, baby. I guess we yeah. could get Jimmy Danny to teach. You, you could give Elon Musk a cool lesson. Party. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's like, look, dude. And he can send me to Mars. Hell yeah. yeah. Phoenix could be his Mars guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you I'll be the liaison you need on to be, Mars. You need a Mars guy? Yeah. <laughs> I'm your man. Mars guy, dude. I'm your man. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's enough, right? Yeah. That's enough to go off of. I think so. Yeah, that's good, man. All right. We're going to go. We're going to go write some stuff. Probably even more angry stuff about capitalism yeah. and yeah. shitty jobs. Mine's not angry this week. Okay. I already know you. what I'm writing. All right. <laughs> we'll see y'all later. Bye. reminder that the danger junior kissing cousins room is sponsored by alabama springs resort alabama springs resort has a very sexy friends and family discount that's sure to make 2021 weirder than 2020 if you haven't caught on by now it's a place where you can fuck your cousin's brain out and no one will ever know if you want everyone to know i mean they can do that but it'll be extra all right back to the show Alright, welcome back to Danger Junior Writer's Room. It's the short version. <laughs> we had a quick commercial break. We explained to Phoenix what Buster Jones is. I love him. Yeah. Or her. Or it. Or yeah, whatever it is. Yeah. Whatever it is. You get it. You Buster get Jones it. is all things. <laughs> to all people. Uh, we wrote some sketches in the previous hour. Um, and we're going to do some cold reads with them. First up is Jimmy. Yeah! Yeah! Alright, this sketch is called... Well, actually, I guess I'll give up parts. Um, I just did a two. I just did a, a two-person dialogue. Classic. Um, yeah. Classic D- DJWR. Yeah, Phoenix. I would love if you played Cameron. Got it. And uh, Logan, I would love if you played Kayla. Kayla. That's that's a female. Yeah, okay? it's a female, isn't it? And these are females. If What's you will. my inspiration? Love. Oh, nice. Beauty. Yeah, nice. Flowers. Nice. Death. Oh, darkness! Well, it turned a little bit. Okay, <laughs> all right. Um, so you, you're, you're both of you are, you're, you're like three or four year old toddlers, mm-hmm. but Hot. it's like, huh? No, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't say anything. So, but yeah, you know the dialogue. I don't know. Hopefully, it read it like a baby is what he's trying to say. No, read I don't, it like I a stupid don't. baby. I want the listener to know that it's that they're toddlers but you guys are just speaking as if like you know you're not toddler you don't have to do baby voices what i'm saying just speak normally okay okay or if you want to do a voice you can do a voice okay. a silly voice <laughs> okay all right i'm gonna do a baby voice. <laughs> <laughs> please don't <laughs> all right this is play-doh two four-year-olds are playing with a giant mound of play-doh they are making different shapes and sticking their hands into the giant pile Do you ever think about eating the Play-Doh? Cam, don't eat the Play-Doh. You'll get so sick. No, I'm pretty sure it's totally chill to eat it. If you eat the Play-Doh, you will for sure get big diarrhea. No, you're probably right. I just love the smell. And you know, like pasta, it smells great and you eat it and it tastes great. First of all, you can't just compare two things and pretend they are relative. Play-Doh isn't food. It's designed to be a toy. I just think if I ate a little, it would put this whole thing to bed. 
I'll just tell you what it's like. You've got to be a little curious. <laughs> I'm curious about the sun. Where the hell does it go? I'm curious about why we're so much tinier than our parents. I'm curious about where my dad disappears to when we played the devil's game called Peekaboo. <laughs> I'm not curious about the taste of Play-Doh. Cameron eats the Play-Doh. Cameron, what have you done? See, nothing's even happening. Oh, thank gravy. Uh, Wait, I can see all truth. Tell, tell me, Cameron, what is it that you see? The judicial system, it's flawed. No, 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 that can't be. Yes, and also, wait, it's, it's coming to me. Croutons are just dried bread. Impossible. 99% of all leather is sold is not real leather. You're scaring me. There's so much more. It's too much. It's too much, Cameron. This knowledge is forbidden. Four out of five rabbits wish they were birds. Why does that matter? Bigfoot is real. He's just doing a prank. I don't <laughs> understand. The pyramids. What about the pyramids? The pyramids were an accident, but cruises are not. People go on them willingly. <laughs> there are so many other things to do. The sun. It's just a shiny ball that's bouncing up and down in slow motion. Well, that explains the sun. What about the devil's game? Peekaboo? He's there the whole time. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> it, it's fading. I, I, I shit my pants. No. No, wait. No, I have so many questions. Ugh. What, what happened? The truth happened. D did I pass out? Cruises are real. You're right. I should have not eaten that Play-Doh. My stomach feels terrible. And I shit myself. <laughs> What will I do with all this knowledge? Kayla eats the Play-Doh. No! Oh, this is bad. She is definitely going to shit herself. Money. Money isn't real. How do we pay for things? They just print it. If you only believe in money, you're enslaved. Oh no, I'm shitting myself some more. Better start to cry so mom comes. Two weeks notice doesn't really mean anything. You could just leave your job to be happy somewhere else. Mom! Jobs are cults. I hate the blue Play-Doh. Cameron's mother comes to pick him up and take him away. We are giving our employers permission to own us and our time. Protest. Oh, protests are CIA plants to give us the illusions of control. And teeth are just our brain creating tiny abstract sculptures. I love it. You ever, I love it. You ever see that movie Super Baby Geniuses? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Wait, which one? One or two? Baby Geniuses... The second one is the only one I've seen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Super Babies. It's um, not as nuanced as the first. Wow. Well, you know what was as nuanced and possibly more nuanced than the first? The sketch. This this hot fire right here. Yeah, yeah it was really good. This, this is definitely a Jimmy sketch. Yeah. This, this is, is such a this Jimmy This is high sketch. Jimmy. Like, this is, this like, is high Jimmy. And not like inebriated Jimmy, but like, like as in like high art. Like high Jimmy, right? This is 420, Jimmy. This is marijuana, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. Equal parts funny and insightful. Yeah. And like, they got to equip. Man, I just love this guy. I think the I only think. thing yeah. I would angry? I think the only thing I would have added in there that is a truth. Yeah. That one of them could have said is um, you can ask for a refill on anything. 
Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. yeah that that would have been, been a good yeah. one. Super Anything meta. can have a refill if you ask for it. Yeah. so confused. What does that even mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah, this is great. This is a great sketch. Um, I really liked the like chaos of it, like all flowing into Cameron. Yeah. I thought that was really funny. Yeah. I especially like that they're children, so it's like they'll probably fucking forget. Yeah, right. and so it's like, like that's it doesn't matter. When, that is what happens when you eat play-doh. Yeah, and then yeah. adults are like, "Don't eat the, don't eat that play-doh." Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Damn, I'm gonna eat some play-doh when I get home. I'm about to go to Walmart. Yeah. Uh, li- listeners, uh, we are uh, the Logan's thoughts play-doh. about play-doh. play-doh. Do not, ref- play-doh. Do not reflect play-doh. the junior writers' room in yeah. any way or capacity. Man, oh, I don't, yeah. I don't have any notes. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. Heavy hitter. Um. I did like this. Is, this is just another good note. We're all just gonna Circle pat jerk. Jimmy's bat here, but um, I did genuinely like that she goes back in. Yeah, uh, I thought mm-hmm. that was cool that she goes back in, because um, it would have been easy to just end the end it on the bit of like, blah blah blah. Uh, you know, CIA plants and whatever. Yeah, but I like that she's like addicted to it now. Right? Well, I wanted his truths to be like more idiotic than hers because yeah. he's kind of a dumber person. Yeah. Um, and then when she gets, she's like, imagine what I could do with that knowledge. Yeah. 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 He's just a fool molding (laughs) Play-Doh. Yeah. I like us. Protests are just CIA plants. It's very funny. Yeah. And real. Yeah. There's a lot of, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't care. Well, there's a lot of it going on. (laughs) It's, I mean, I would say it's like 13% of protests. Did you watch that one movie about that? the Chicago seven or whatever. Yeah, I did. Yup. And like half the people at the protest were police undercover. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Nothing's real. Yeah. Nothing's real. It's all a psyop. Yep. Simulation. All right. Let's move on to Megan. Okay. So I listed all of your parts. There's not a whole lot of, it's not very long because I didn't finish it, but, um, None of you really have a lot of lines. So, Jimmy, you're going to play Man 1 and Man 3. And I'm going to play okay, Man, cool. and I'm going to play Manuel. And Logan, Manuel. you're going to play Man 2 and that kid. Is this Okay, yeah. Um Gotcha. And then Oh, wait. No, I think I messed that up. I think maybe you can't read both those parts. Ah, eh, what the fuck? You can read both. Um Phoenix, you're going to play Charlie. Cool. And Austin, you're going to play Elliot. Cool. And now we'll read stage. Anything I need to know? No, you're, you'll figure it out in this opening paragraph. I have a okay. Charlie in my sketch as well. Sick. Shout, shout out to Charlie Allen. This is Blue Collar Tips. We open on a group of young 20-somethings dressed business casual, standing in a crowd in a parking lot adjacent to a Starbucks. Some have briefcases or neutral-toned backpacks, and some carry signs to say things like, proficient in Adobe Suite or takes direction well. One guy even has his own drink carrier for coffee runs. A couple women are sitting down rubbing their ankles from the heels they have to wear to appeal to the patriarchy, and a couple guys are discussing softly whether or not to button the top button of their shirts or to leave it open. It's about 8.30 a.m., and it's very obvious this group has been here for several hours. A car pulls out of the Starbucks drive-thru and towards the group of youngins. They all hop to their feet, begin waving and shouting and crowding around the car. I'm looking for someone to help me move into my new office. All the kids shout even louder. I can do it. And I packed a change of shoes in my bag and whatnot. You get in. One particularly toned looking guy grabs his stuff and pushes his way through the crowd to get into the car and they drive away. The crowd returns to the relaxed position. Man, I haven't gotten a job in weeks. Is it how I'm dressed? Do I need a haircut? No, man, you look great. Just because we are coming off the holidays, all business gets slow this time of year. A car pulls up and rolls down the window. 
Necesito dos jornales que no le tengan miedo a las alturas. The temps look around at each other. What? Necesito dos jornales que no le tengan miedo a las alturas. One Hispanic-looking dude in the crowd of temps raises his hand with a very large sigh. Si, senor. That kid opens his backpack and takes out a pair of Carhartt overalls. He approaches the car window. I have a master's in journalism. He gets in the car. (laughs) It's not looking up for the rest of them. It's almost 9 a.m. What is probably the last car of the day pulls up. They know this guy. He comes every day and he always says the same thing. I need a female to answer phones. (laughs) All the women look around at each other. And one one woman finally stands reluctantly and gets in the car. He's not a bad guy. He's just super annoying. And so the girls take turns working for him. After he leaves, a couple of them start to gather their belongings and head out. Around lunch, they move to the parking lot next to Chipotle to get some half-day jobs. You coming, bro? Nah, I'll hang out a little bit. I got a good feeling about today. All right, fam. Well, I'm going to go change clothes before the lunch rush. I got to do something. Maybe a change of wardrobe will give me some luck. Will I see you at lunch? Uh, maybe. But I think I've got it today. More luck to you, brother. Charlie and a large group of the kids pack up and leave to take a nap or eat something or spend their time applying for jobs before trying to get something for the afternoon. Across from the Starbucks, it's just Elliot and a couple other stragglers still hoping to get something for the day. There's less competition, so the few that are left are sitting on those things at the top of parking spots on their phones or just looking at the cars passing on the road. At 9.02, a scratched-up, rickety old Ford Pinto pulls into the lot, (laughs) and the guy behind the wheel rolls down the crank window. Crack. So, so that's so. Here's the thing about why it ends like that is because I wrote probably two other pages mm-hmm. about Elliot getting in the car with this guy with Pinto? and taking him on this like weird job. I hadn't quite decided what the job would be, but I took it out because I feel like I I'm always writing sketches that are like stories. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to like write a sketch. So I was like, I'll just fucking end it here and then ask them like, how do I, how do I just end? Cause the joke is that it's, it's similar to when you drive up to a group of like people Home looking, Depot. yeah, uh-huh. looking for like a construction job for the day or something. Mm-hmm. That's the joke. And so I was like, I want that to be the joke, not whatever crazy adventure Elliot goes on with some guy. Yeah. I mean, I think that's, I don't even know if that's the, Maybe a joke or I think that's just the world you're building to set up the joke of the Ford mm. Pinto adventure mm-hmm. of like these millennial, maybe people like working anything, yeah. even though they have degrees. That's right. kind of what I was getting. Right. From it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you wanted us to be a sketch, Megan, I feel like Charlie and Elliot having their own personal relationship outside of the group. Makes it feel like it's more it's a, a story. story. If I you, am, for sure. Yeah. If you want it to be a sketch, I would just have the whole group, and they could be like five or six characters. They're all eventually getting rides, mm-hmm. um, and they all have equal impact on the story, and like they all have like maybe equal amount of jokes. That maybe makes sense. they're mm-hmm. all they, they don't give a shit about each other. They're trying to one up each other, or right? Something like yeah. that. But because it is Elliot, we do feel like we want to follow follow Elliot. him. Yes. Yeah, it needs to be like an ensemble cast on the wall. Right, yeah. like it needs to be a and yeah, like Brenda's got big titties and they're like, well, fucking of course Brenda gets the first job every day, right? And like it's like, yeah, the the bit needs to be like them getting pulled away because, like he said, like if you have Elliot like pulling us out of the story, 
like or out of this set their piece relationship. and into a story mm. then we do when the guy pulls up we want to see where it goes we want to see what happens to elliot right because he was like i gotta change clothes it's like when elliot doesn't come back i was like oh elliot's not coming back i guess charlie uh yeah sorry charlie you're elliot and you're yeah. Yeah. Charlie. yeah um like oh i guess he's not coming back you know what i mean like yeah. it definitely does put well and I, I mean it's written like that because i had that that idea yeah but I didn't want it to go that way. So I was just like, just stop here. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes also with sketches, like uh, sometimes it's, it can be about the characters, but sometimes it can be about the environment. Right. And I think with this one, it was, uh, it was too focused on the characters themselves that it led you to that way because right. it makes sense. But I think that like what they were saying were like, if you just kept people like in the, the space and kept like moving characters or moving decisions or like yeah. exchanges and stuff. That would have like got what you were trying to go for. Yeah, because even originally it was just the first man that comes and says, "I'm looking for someone to help me move into my new office," so that you understand what's happening. And then it went straight to Ford Pinto. Yeah. And I was like, I need to. I was like trying to go back and play the game. So then I was yeah, like, Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, I was like, I it think- would be funny. I was like, I need to point out a woman one. And then I was like, Oh, yeah. what if this one Hispanic kid is like, I just want to be a journalist and like can't get <laughs> yeah. away from yeah. I, I definitely think like what you mentioned the game, I was literally about to say like, I think with this sketch, what you need to find is the game. Yeah. Like, because it, the, like, and you need, it, if I was writing this, I'm not going to say you need to do this. I'm not going to say like, this is what you should do. But if I was writing this, I would definitely have like maybe something at the beginning that forebodes the ending of the sketch for the main character. So that he, he's like, I don't want to go with the fucking Pinto guy again. You know what I mean? He always mm-hmm. makes me put on a dress or you know, like just right. something stupid. Right. And then it, it, it's like, you're going with the Pinto guy. You know what I mean? So it's like maybe something that like they're, he's playing a game to be like, let me go with him. Cause I don't want to go with the Pinto guy. Right. And they're like, shut up. You always go with the Pinto guy. That's your job. You're the, you're the Pinto guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause the problem was once I wrote those other two cars coming in, I was like, mm-hmm. Oh, this is funny. I really mm-hmm. like this. But I was like, where the fuck does it go? Yeah. Yeah. It just, oh, I mean, it's 9 I thought AM, the like, momentum of the last line, I was like, oh, this rickety old Ford yeah. Pinto, something's about to get oh, weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I think you had it. Okay. I think you, yeah, I think you were, um, I think you were getting there. It just needs tooling. Like, it just needs to be, like, wrenched in different well, directions. And, yeah. and you know what? That's why I have you guys. Yeah. Yeah. So cool well good, also props discussion. on just like bringing into the collaborative effort of what this podcast is supposed to be anyways <laughs> yeah. of like letting us help each other yeah like write stuff you know yeah. yeah i just really love this idea of like a bunch of temps sitting in a parking lot of a starbucks being mm-hmm. like please give me a job i imagine yeah. they're like job. playing magic the gathering for yeah. the next job yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or right. they're definitely like they should even have like really generic kind of like just out of college job, social media manager oh, or yeah. like graphic yeah. designer oh yeah, or something like that. One of them yeah. said yeah. like proficient at Adobe, In Adobe Suite. Suite. Yeah. Yeah. That was yeah. dope. Mm. That was really funny. It's like, I need someone to edit for my YouTube channel. And, yep. the, and then like they try to set a price and they're like yeah. 50 bucks of it. And he's like, yeah. no, it, it should be 200. This is yeah. my degree. Right. $50 of it. Yeah. And it's like, it's like some 20 year old that like, is just like a kid that's like, I just want to edit for my YouTube channel. And he's like, I'll do it for 150 of it. And he's like, it's 50 of it. And he's like, come on, man, I've got a degree. And then some other guy's like, I'll do it for 50. And he's yeah. like, you're getting the job. And he's yeah. like, fuck. Yeah. Which, by the way, the Spanish in this translates yeah. to, I need a day laborer who is not afraid of heights. <laughs> that's straight up what would be said yeah. probably not even the heights thing just yeah. like somebody come with me yeah was i supposed to do it in a like a 
an accent for, or just like a yo hornales like a guy in a 150 like yeah like the, doing shitty spanish like. for the man i didn't care okay which one but for the kid i definitely wanted him to be like because like it's like essentially all the temps are looking at him yeah yeah being like, like oh, it's you bro yeah, yeah that's and funny. he's like si senor like yeah. <laughs> okay yeah and so he, God, he like packed the carhartt overalls to be like, I fucking know that I'm gonna end yeah. up doing a fucking. That's the. I bit. thought that was yeah. a fashion show. That's the bit. I think, it's like the guy that's. St- I'm sorry. That's my bit. That's not your bit. That's my bit. I'm putting my bit onto you, and I'm. Ma- I'm trying to make you. Logan, write my we're sketch. trying to and record why, a podcast. That's why he goes up to the window and he's sorry. like, he's like, come <laughs> on, man, I have a master's in journalism, yeah, and yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah. get it, get. We're doing construction, baby. Yeah. Like, yeah. get the fucking. All right. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Lister Logan. Okie dokie. This is it. Where's mine at? Oh, it's in my phone. G is silent. <laughs> the G is silent. Remember that. Okay? So in my sketch, the G is silent. I've got Ron is going to be played by Austin. Okay? And that's our pro tag. Okay? Mm-hmm. Ashley and Chuck, it's two different characters, are going to be Jimmy. Okay. Okay. Can you remember? Uh, Ashley and Chuck. Ashley and Chuck. Trinity and Jack are going to be me. They both have like one or two lines each. So I just gave myself the. uh, Gail is Phoenix. You're going to be Gail. And Katie is Megan. And Katie, I might actually. I'm sorry. I might have you read for Trinity as well. Okay. Trinity and Katie. Can you remember that? Trinity and Trinity. Ashley, Chuck, Jimmy, Trinity, and Katie, Megan. You're Gail. I'm Ron. All right. Okay, cool. The sun... Wait, oh, wait, sorry. Yeah. This is... The G is silent. The sun sets on a chilly autumn evening in 2008. A car pulls up to a house in the suburbs and parks on the street. A young couple gets out and look each other up and down. They're wearing Halloween costumes. How do I look? Good. Uh, you look good. What about me? Uh, good. Yeah. Uh, oh, why'd you stutter? What's up? When I asked you how I look, you you stuttered. Do what? Do I do I not look okay? No, uh, you look you look great, Ron. Let's go inside. Ashley's already texting me. Okay, fine. Fuck. Uh, I'm so nervous. The two knock on the front door, and a woman opens it, dressed as a sexy werewolf. So basically, a furry. Abigail, oh my god, bitch! I didn't know you were gonna make it. They hug excitedly. <laughs> Come on in. I love this costume. Abigail is dressed as a vampire, and she raises her little cape to cover part of her face. Look into my eyes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is what vampires say. And Ron, look at you. You're all dressed up, huh? Ron is wearing a beige tweed suit with a red tie and a bald cap that makes it look like his hairline is receding. Yeah. Do you know who I am? Um... Jack Nicholson? <laughs> what? Oh my god. Babe, did you hear that? What? No. Oh my god. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I'm Vincent Bugliosi, the guy that prosecuted Manson. Trinity is visibly lost. Babe, you're embarrassing me. Oh, come on. I look just like him. Well, I guess I'll just have to take your word for it. Yeah, you should. Hey, you wait and see. It's going to be a big hit in there. I bet it will. The couple start to walk into the house. Sorry about Ron. He's just really excited. (laughs) Don't sweat it. Trinity winks. Ron and Gail walk further into the house when Ashley and her boyfriend notice the couple's arrival. Ashley! 
There she is. Where have you been all night? Oh, my God. We didn't think you were going to make it, did we, Jack? Jack is staring directly at Trinity's titties. I said we didn't think that we were going to make it, right? Oh, yeah. You, you guys are late. Where were you? Yeah, sorry. Uh, Ron was being kind of a diva about his costume. It took a little while to get him out of the house. Big oof. <laughs> yeah, but hey, it was worth it. Right, guys? Ron does a little twirl. Yeah, I, I guess it was. Hey, I know you love it, don't you, Jack? Uh, oh, yeah, you make a great Don Knotts. <laughs> Don Knotts? What? <laughs> that, that's a great joke, Jack. Which it had to be a joke, because otherwise I'd be like, hello, Earth to Jack. Maybe stop looking at Trinity's tits and actually look at me, because obviously I'm Vince Bugliosi, right? Jesus, Jesus, bro. I don't even know who that is. He's the guy that prosecuted the Manton family. Are you kidding me? You guys really don't know? They both kind of blankly stare. Guys, I'm so sorry. I told him, but... This is an expensive costume. (laughs) I'm sorry that I just thought maybe people would recognize the author of the most successful true crime novel in history. I thought that was Truman Capote. Oh my god! He punches a hole in the wall. (laughs) Shut the fuck up! You literally sound so dumb right now! Run, chill out. It's just a tweed suit and a hair cap. It's not just a suit, Ashley, you slut. It's the beige tweed suit that Vince Bugliosi was photographed in during the Manson family trial. It cost me $5,000. I saved up for it all year. We were supposed to get married in August. But it's worth it, right? We have to make sacrifices sometimes, Abigail, right? That's what I asked you when I took you out for fancy dinner and you agreed then. But now that we're in front of your friends, you're making me look like a total idiot. I'm sorry. Oh, okay, Ron. You just need to relax. Gail, why don't you come with me into the kitchen? I need help with the cake. Ron, why don't you go for a walk and cool off or something? Yeah, okay, Trinity. I'll go for a walk. Maybe a random fucking hobo in the street will have some actual taste and recognize my costume. As he turns to walk out, a young lady comes out of a side room, sees him, and interrupts. Oh my god! Are you dressed as Vince Bugliosi? Holy shit! Yes! Guys! <laughs> See? I, I told you it'd be a hit! Ga- Gail! Gail, get in here! This is rich! No, no. Uh, my name's Katie. Katie Manson. My uncle, Charles Manson, just got out of jail, and I invited him to the party. He just pulled up. Charles Manson opens the front door with a sixter of Lone Star under his arm. When he sees Ron, he drops the beer. It's you. No, 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 no. Manson jumps on Ron and pulls a knife out. I thought you didn't kill people. Bitch, I lied. Charles kills Ron just as Jack and Katie are able to pull him off. Uncle Chuck, that's not Vince Bugliosi. It isn't? No, it's just a costume. Damn, good costume. He looks just like him. Hey, who wants some LSD? With his dying breath, Ron looks at the camera, gives a thumbs up, and smiles as he spits up blood. Disco music plays us out. You guys, but just before, just before <laughs> you are so any pleased of you, with yourself. before any of you say fucking anything, you remember last week when Blake wrote oh, that stupid God. fucking dog chewing gum sketch <laughs> because he knew that Logan would know that this was a joke? Yeah. Logan has not oh shut God. the fuck up about Vincent goddamn Bugliosi oh and how he wants to dress as him for Halloween. And he was like, he was like, next year for Halloween, I'm going to dress as Vincent Bugliosi and I'm just going to yell at every person who doesn't oh. know who he is. 
he he I, I kid you not he had this idea driving home from work the other day and he just left I mean the drive to our house from where he works is at least 15 minutes and he said it within the first five minutes and then just laughed to himself and kept That's he would my guy, he would dude. just be That's like in the guy. car he'd be in the car and he'd be laughing and then he would go no I'm Vincent Bugliosi <laughs> yelling in the car yes. at, at me as yeah. if I'm in the bit and he's just laughing and I was like yeah. okay and yeah. he was like do you not know like yeah. it was yeah he's so. the guy to prosecute Manson like, like, oh my yeah. god dude yeah. I see it I, see I just it. love my fa- I think my favorite line is when he's like yeah I thought maybe you guys would know the guy that wrote the most successful true crime novel in history and she's like I thought that was Truman Capote and he's like shut the fuck and he's like, yeah. he's like as soon as we got to Ron yeah. is wearing a beige tweed suit with a red tie and a bald cap I was like holy fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I've Dude, had it in my nose shit always when Charles Manson showed up to the yeah. party yeah, that was with, yeah. A, with a sixer yeah. a sixer um, yeah I like that he just like got out of jail and it's like coming to the party this party seems yeah. chill I'll just yeah. go check this out yeah Wow. Logan, I like how sketches for you, and we used to say like you just like to write sketches about the pedophile elite, and it's really just any sketches now a vehicle for you to spit out information that you've received over the weeks. That I've been thinking about and learning about all week. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yep. Uh, Pretty dope. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's great. Yeah, I just thought that was a funny idea. I think the hardest part about your sketches is that we can't film this because we always, we would need to, in order to film your sketches, we would need to have Charles Manson, Jeffrey Epstein, Alex Jones, Hillary Clinton. Like, we need people, (laughs) like... Go right well, for we fucking SNL, we don't dude. have that kind of... <laughs> we don't have the technology. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. Um, I really liked the sketch, and I really liked how like well-paced it was. Thank you. Um, I, I had like two kind of ideas to okay. maybe bounce off. Uh, the first one was, it wasn't like written in, but uh-huh. I did like how... <laughs> we kept you kept screwing up the boogly OC boogly OC yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. You're and like I, a prophet. I think there's like a way you can like fit this in where like... He says, I'm Vince Bugliosi. And uh-huh. then one of the people's like, who's Vince Bugliosi? And he's like, yeah. Bugliosi. Yeah, the G Bugli- is silent. Yeah, he like gets after yeah. them for yeah. not knowing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. then I also thought it would be funny because the ending's great with, mm-hmm. with Charles Manson showing up. Uh, but it would be it would be a good idea if he had like, if he came up mm-hmm. with, in a costume. Mm-hmm. And so like while he's killing them, someone comes out of the party. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah. You're a vampire. And Charles like, yeah. <laughs> like, they know what he is. Yeah. They're like not scared yeah. of the death. They're just like, yeah. oh, that's a cool costume. Yeah. Well, that's actually really funny too because I did have an idea that I just didn't write it because it ended up, I just, you know, sometimes you're just like, I don't need to write that in, right? Kill your mm-hmm. darlings, right? Yeah. Um, I did have the idea that like, they go from like person to person and he'll be like, who am I? And they're like, I don't know, Don Knotts. And he's like, Fucking die. And then she, and then she, like, or I guess I'm in my head, it's Megan because it's my girlfriend, but Gail is like, says something, you're like, oh, you're a cute little vampire. He's like, oh, you know what a vampire is? You know, Vince Bugliosi? I mean, like, so I do think it's funny that, that is his foil isn't Gail, his foil is Charles Manson. Yeah, <laughs> I think, exactly. I think maybe if, yeah. if you were to have gone in that direction, I yeah. would kind of want Gail to like stand up for him. Like, be like, you guys are embarrassing me. I can't believe yeah. you don't know who Vince Bugliosi is. Yeah. Like, come, yeah. come on, guys. What if Charles Manson came to the party dressed as Vince Bugliosi? 
And he was like, whoa, dude, same thing. <laughs> yeah. Same Z's. Same Z's. Yeah. God damn it, Chuck. Yeah. And what if they, yeah, that would be, I would steal your thing. And they're like, oh, Vince Bugliosi. Yeah. Like, as, I don't know. He's, he's, he's killing. It's yeah. literally a suit. Yeah. Yeah. It's it was $5,000. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go to Phoenix. Yeah. Phoenix. All right, this is my sketch. Um, it doesn't have a title, uh, but it's, I mean, it's, you'll, you'll catch on to what Austin's it is. Austin's never have titles, so you're fine. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to title this Untitled. Um <laughs> Uh, I was gonna have Austin. You're gonna play Jonald. <laughs> nice. Okay. And uh, Logan, if you can, if you can play Elise. Elise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these. This is like a new married couple. Okay. Is kind of like the relationship going on. It's only a two-person like sketch, so I'm classic. sorry. Don't have another role. DJ classic. Um, and yeah, I don't know if there's any more to say. I ha- I will have some like you know I want some feedback about like. How I can like extend okay. the scene, maybe, yeah, okay. um, which we can talk about afterwards. But mm-hmm. we'll just get into it. That's a funny name, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Uh, exterior woods night. It's a dark, cold night in the who fucking knows where woods. Elise and Donald Paramount Pictureston, a part-time <laughs> married couple, are sitting around a makeshift fireplace. Elise is roasting weenies. Here you go, Donald. One smoking hot wiener, just the way you like it, green apple flavored. Thank you, my sweet Elise. Of all the wives I've had in my life, you definitely have the best memory of them. I've always said wife one had the looks, wife two the money, wife three the personality, wife four the brains, and you, something else. (laughs) Thanks. Hand me a tab, would you, number five? Wait. Oh my god, look at the moon. As the clouds begin to move... We see a bright and clear full moon in the sky. Yes, yes, the moon. Right. I purchased it from NASA yesterday. Now the tab, 5e. All I'm seeing here are Pepsis and me no likey that pep pep drinky. It's It's finally happening. Ew, your period? Gross. No! Just watch, I'm PF changing. <laughs> Elise begins to change into something truly disgusting. Her sandals grow into slick, dark work boots. Her skirt covers over uh, bo- her body into worn black, uh, black jeans. Her top morphs into the most unflattering polo shirt mm-hmm. with multiple stains all over it. Her skin gets oily, hair greasy, acne all over her face. Elise, no, no, you're a werewolf? Worse, I'm a concessionaire wolf. A concessionaire wolf? That's right. Years of poor dead-end jobs has consumed my soul and transformed me into a monster fueled by a capitalistic dystopia. And now, I must feast. Wait, wait. I mean, yes, okay. I have a shitload of money. I shit money. I come pocket change. It's true, and it's very painful, I know. But I've treated my employees better than I treated my wives. <laughs> Don't make me laugh, cash hole. I recall you taking $200 from your assistants consistently for no rhyme or reason when they need that money for their bills. Well, I, I can explain. I-, I saw her break a plate in the office lounge and needed to replace it. Well, 
not so much break, but throw in the recycle bin. And, and sure, it was a paper plate, but but what? Were we just made out of paper plates? <laughs> oh, okay. Our theater does get paper plates every day from our distributor, but still, that's on her. Enough! I will not stop until I feast. Elise charges at Jonald. Jonald tries to run away, but is not used to using his legs as his assistants or past wives usually carry him everywhere he goes. Elise tackles him down, licks her lips in a hungry way. She bites the side pocket of his jeans and rips it clean off. She spits out the denim to reveal a wallet. She begins eating it piece by piece. No, please have mercy. I need that $200,000 walking around money. Stop. No, not the company card. Not my credit cards, please. Take me instead, please. <laughs> Once finished eating and satisfied, Elise begins to PF change back into her normal <laughs> self again, and somehow back into her original clothes with no holes or nothing because the studio wants to market it to preteens and keep it PG-13. <sighs> <sighs> well, I hope you learned your lesson about being greedy and will now go off to treat your employees with more respect while also paying them a livable wage. Nope. Cut to black. Text with narration. That's right, kids. Rich people have never and will never learn their lesson. Capitalism mm. will always be. It was there before we were born. We'll continue all of our lives and live long after us, making us starve, making us hopeless, making us greedy, making us want to crush each other. We are but a slave to the machine. Oh, wait. Did I forget to mention this whole episode took place on Mars? Well, it did. <laughs> Surprising, sure. But stranger things have happened in the Twilight Zone. Can we use that? <laughs> That was hey, dope. Hey, Charlie Allen, I hope that you're was... listening, okay? <laughs> Thank you. Hey, hey, Pat, I hope you're listening, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. It was very good. It was very good, oh, Phoenix. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good job. <laughs> I loved your uh, stage direction. Yeah. Oh, you put thanks. so many fun jokes in there. Yeah. yeah. I love I love a, a joke <clears throat> in a stage direction because it's yeah. like, if just you were to us. film this, it's just for just us, for baby. Yeah. It's yeah. just for us. Yeah. yeah. And I wanted the to kind of like keep the humor going while, before yeah. the, like, while the break no, is like it's, pretty long. It's good because it's an audio format. So yeah. it's like yeah. you should have, you yeah. have yeah. jokes in your... Yeah. And we like, know <laughs> that this is the best format for sketches. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no no other do ones. This. Yeah. 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 Uh, so what I was going to say um, was that like when I was making this, I wanted to maybe do more with like the werewolf transformation part of it right. mm. um, because I noticed it was a little bit short and I didn't dislike how quick it was, but I also mm -hmm. think there was maybe funny, more funny stuff I could have done mm -hmm. while she's the werewolf um, a little bit longer, but I couldn't really think of much except for like just eating the wallet. Um, so, so, well, I, I have kind of an idea. <laughs> yeah. She could, she could upload herself to uh, Jonald's um, like, internet what per like persona or whatever and like steal all his bitcoin <laughs> That's like funny. shit like that maybe yeah. uh what a, a small detail for the change because i know logan has a real idea but what if she puts on a name tag and it's like a really dumb fucking name like um joanna or something <laughs> okay oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. um <clears throat> one i really my favorite i'm gonna say my favorite part of the whole thing was when he called her fivey <laughs> i thought that was <laughs> Very funny. Yeah, Very funny when <laughs> he was like, you. yeah, whatever, Fivey. Uh, super funny. Uh, something you could have with without changing, because I do like the ending, because uh, I'm a fucking tanky for life, of like, that's right, rich people don't care about you. They never have. They never will. Um, but you could have a thing where it's like, 
she tries to turn him into one, right? She like tries to, and it's basically a thing of like, you know, like trying to argue with your parents about your ideology. It's like a metaphor for that, where she like tries to change him into a concessionaire wolf. Um, and he's like, for a second, he's like, Amazon only pays, you know, like he like starts to like have these little realizations. <laughs> yeah. He's like, no. And she's like, give in, right? She's like eating his money while it's happening. Yeah, that's um, good. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I just want to give thousands of dollars to poor women on the internet, but not actually give them any life scales. You know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. like simping for women, but like, um, in the end, he's like, c- capitalism is too powerful. And it's like, there's another moon or I don't know. Something yeah. stupid, like, right? He just like, gets a phone call from yeah. his assistant. And he's like, how yeah. much did I make today? Yeah. Okay. Gold. Yeah. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. He like tries to overcome himself. I like that. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, when you get bit by a werewolf, you turn into a werewolf. So yeah. when they eat your money, you're technically supposed to turn into a concessionaire, concessionaire wolf. But yeah, okay, yeah. pretty cool. dope. It was a great mixture of uh, flavors from the references and end- ending really cool. Yeah, you did such a good job. <laughs> yeah, with so very, many references. I think, I think that's good I too because PF changing. Yeah, <laughs> that's, so that's pretty dope. Usually Blake is the one I think of us that like does the most work with reference jokes. Yeah, so it's like funny that he's not here, and like I feel like you've done so far the most work with reference jokes. So it's like. Hey, took spirit of, yeah, spirit of Blake lives on. Hey, yeah. I also love the Stranger Things that happened in the Twilight Zone. Can I use that? I love that. <laughs> Thank you. Love yeah. that. Yeah. I think one thing I thought it would have been funny at the very beginning if like he was finishing up a divorce. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, no, that's fine. She can have what you know. She can have whatever, and then mm-hmm. just like hangs up the phone. Oh yeah, that's yeah. funny. If I had yeah. to like think of something. Oh yeah, like, like this. Mm-hmm. They're not married yet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or he's like just divorcing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Real time. How much does a marriage license cost? Maybe. And then <laughs> if you were to do that, or or I guess if you weren't to do that, if you were to have them be married, then at the end, if you go with Logan's idea where he, capitalism is too strong and he comes out and he's like, does this like, nope. You could add like a, and we're getting a divorce. <laughs> like yeah. he calls the lawyer or whatever and is like, yeah, fuck that, this bitch. That's good. All right. Great. On to me. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> All right. Uh, I have three parts in stage Aww, directions. It, title. it does have a title. This Soy week. Boys. That's a cool-ass <laughs> title. Thank you. Um, I'm going to be reading stage directions. Um, Phoenix, I want you to be Kyle. Thanks. Cool. Uh, Megan, I want, you, I want you to be Mom. Got it. It's not girl number two, so you have been upgraded this week. <laughs> yes! And Wait a minute. I got a name. <laughs> Jimmy, can you be Melissa? Yeah, I'll be Melissa. Cool. All right. Uh, and I'll read stage directions. Nope, I'm, I'm reading stage directions. <laughs> and we'll both read stage directions. At the same Three, time. Three, two, one. It's the middle of the... <laughs> All right, uh, just for you guys, we are doing a commercial. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, you, you'll, you'll see where it goes. All right. Cool. This is Soy Boys. Interior, middle class kitchen, day. It's the middle of the afternoon, and mom is preparing some food. Her kitchen is modern chic, with white marble counters, perfectly painted cabinets, and a fun splash color tile, but nothing tacky. No, she would never be caught dead with anything tacky. She addresses the audience. You know, my kids are pretty fussy eaters, and I have to put a lot of effort in in what I can and can't put on the table. She finishes her prepared snacks as her two children, Kyle, 11, and Melissa, 8, enter. Snack time! Oh yeah! What kind of snacks? Well, Kyle, I have some orange slices, a Capri Sun, and a Cosmic Brownie. Oh, thanks. 
and Melissa, I have a Ziploc bag full of fruit snacks and Flintstone vitamins. Yay! Kyle begrudgingly takes his snacks, and Melissa starts chowing down. Is something wrong, Kyle? It's just, well, I like grapes, not oranges. Oh. Oh, right. Stevie liked oranges. I know Stevie liked oranges, okay? Mom breaks down crying and slumps down to the floor. (laughs) The frame freezes and goes to black and white, like in a bad infomercial. Another version of mom, exactly the same, except not a total piece of shit that forgets her child's favorite food, steps into frame. And that's why I've switched to Soy Boys. Insert shot of the Soy Boy product. It looks like a line of meal replacement drinks slash protein shakes. Soy Boys are an all-natural meal replacement meant for kids. They come in 5,208 different flavors, so no fussy eater will ever complain again and ruin the perfect life you've built around yourself. Now we're back to the original scene, except instead of prepared snacks, Mom hands Kyle and Melissa two Soy Boys. Here, kids! Yay, soy boy! What flavor did I get today? Hot dog, your favorite. (laughs) Mom? Kyle, I got you grape flavor. You like grape, right? Yeah, I like grape. Then what's the problem? Would you like another flavor? Soy boys have so many. No, it's just... Mom moves to the fridge and opens it. It's all soy boys. So many flavors. She picks out a few and lists them. Oh, let's see. Apple, cinnamon horchata, mac and cheese... Hmm. Mom, we haven't visited Stevie in a while. Ketamine, mango, key lime. <laughs> Dad said while he was gone to put some fresh flowers for her. Blueberry, maple syrup, Worcestershire sauce. Mom, Dad said. <laughs> Look at me, you little shit. It is snack time, not cry time, not where's mommy's stash time. It sure as shit remember your dead daughter time. If you can't be a part of my perfect little home and my perfect little life and be a part of my perfect little family, you can stray to the highway motel with your father and his good friend, Glenn. Mom is seething at Kyle. Kyle's afraid for his life. He walks backwards and grabs the first thing he can reach, a kitchen knife. He holds it up and looks over at Melissa. She's chugging the hot dog soy boy, letting it drip all down her face and shirt. Kyle slowly backsteps toward the door and sprints out of the house as soon as he's clear. He doesn't look back, tears streaming down his face. If he looks back, he'll be dead. Whether it's the woman that was once his mother chasing him down with the knife, or the sense of his only home calling for him to return, the emotional gravity keeping him in permanent orbit. The screen freezes and goes to black and white again. Another mom steps out and addresses camera. Your kid's still giving you trouble even after, even after offering all 5,208 flavors? Well, that's okay. I know how to shut him up with Soy Boy's latest product, the Flavor Finder. Shots of the Soy Boy Flavor Finder. It looks like a vial centrifuge attached to a homemade distiller. The Flavor Finder analyzes your kid's DNA to determine their taste bud profile so Soy Boy can use that information to find their perfect custom Soy Boy flavor and other possible products that you would want or can buy. We're back to the first scene again. Melissa is excited as ever, but Mom's hair is frazzled. Kyle slowly comes in behind, his eyes wide open with fear, face completely pale. There's a bandage on his arm where an IV would have been. What? What happened? Kids, you're here. Snack time. Soy boy. Yes, take it. Take it and drink it. Melissa grabs a soy boy and starts sucking it down like a dog with a water hose. (laughs) (laughs) The soy boy doesn't stop, though. It keeps going. Good. Yes. 
I was running. Kyle, I didn't notice you were here, sweetie. I just used the flavor finder to find your perfect soy boy flavor. It's blood. I'm sorry? Your favorite flavor. It's blood. I hope I didn't use too much, though. Mommy, please. It's the perfect snack for you. Soy boy tells me so. They know what they're doing. Mom grabs her little Kyle and brings her close. Oh, God. Someone help. Someone help me. Mom shoves Kyle's mouth into her chest so the screams aren't heard. Or maybe the fear feeds into what's left of her wretched little heart. Or maybe both. Either way, there is peace in her little perfect kitchen, in her little perfect house, which makes up her perfect little life. The babies that are left, the babies who would never leave the house and play near the street, they drink soy boys and stay inside and don't ask any questions and don't complain and don't ask where the man is. The man is dead as far as they're concerned. So get some soy boys today. Find some at your local GNC. Oh, yeah, yeah, dude. That was metal as fuck. Woo. Yeah, it was good. (laughs) Yeah. That was the good sauce. Yeah, Yeah, that was the good flavor. When Kyle comes back and and he has the bandage over the IV, (laughs) what the fuck? I was running. Dude. (laughs) Yeah, that is. I have no notes. Yeah. Well, yeah. it's kind of hard to give notes to pure insanity. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but also well to something that is just so well thought out, and I would I would dare say, perfect. Hey guys, Ooh. am I right? <laughs> uh, for the listener, right, Logan's guys? making a hilarious blowjob joke. <laughs> Very lo- well. He, didn't, he wasn't making the sound, but if he made a sound, it'd be like this. <laughs> That's how blowjobs sound. <laughs> that's, I take it back. That's my sketch this week. That's it. That's my sketch. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, this, is off the, this is off the record. No, I'll tell you guys later. Off I'll tell you guys rec. later. I want to re-record something, but that's all. Okay. Yeah. Um, I thought the sketch was awesome. It yeah. seemed like something out of like Adult Swim or something, which was cool. Yeah. Like Too Many Cooks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Too Many Cooks or mm-hmm. like the Broom Shakalaka or whatever. Yeah. It was kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, I love the character of Melissa that was like kind of grounding everything and making yeah. it more dark. Go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's just like, like a, a robot that goes along with everything. Yeah, yeah. She's, like a, she's like a stork that's throwing down like a, a gull full of fish. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, I think if you were going to like rewrite this or like add or like take another crack at it, it would be cool to see Melissa like the very end just like overflowing with like yeah. soy boy like yeah. all over her face she's and, like, like she's like gained so much weight yeah. Yeah. i was gonna say there's like, like a scene in. where like kyle like wakes up and like mom is like cooking over the stove and you can see like like dark flames and like stuff and then you look to the left and you see melissa and she's like a giant like <laughs> yeah. like huge like, go, 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 go. her <laughs> eyes are just like bloodshot yeah, yeah and and she's like, like her clothes are stained with like milky substance yeah. yeah and she's like you didn't even touch your soy boys kyle dude yeah. this reminds me of like an Invader Zim episode. Yeah, you know how those like oh, are yeah. so like just a dark as courage, fuck. the cowardly dog. Yeah, like, just yeah. like it's dark, but like somehow really funny, and you yeah. can't look away. Yeah, You're like this is wild, yeah. but hilarious. Damn, I'm gonna go home and watch a bunch of episodes of Courage the Cowardly Dog. Hell yeah, Dude, that show is yeah. weird. It rocks. Yeah. yeah. Wow, I liked also that you spelled cinnamon horchata. Hor- yeah. Just in case. Dash cha. Just in well, case. I wanted to you pronounce it like a white person, like horchata. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's okay. I th- I just thought it was a joke for us, since I was like, yeah. I won't say it. I never write jokes for you, Megan. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. 
all right that's enough uh that's enough from us today we have all the sketches all the discussion hope you guys had fun if you are liking the show best way to help us out is to follow us on our twitter and instagram at danger jrpr danger junior productions um you can also follow the other danger junior show called the danger junior podcast it's hosted by the tennessee boys and most importantly if you are on any of your podcast services and if you could give us a five-star review you can write whatever you want uh we do uh, it doesn't have to be a real review. Just the five stars helps us out. Put your own sketch in there. Write a whole write sketch. Write a whole sketch. That yeah, should be your cool. review. And we will write, We will read it. Unless, yeah. obviously, Logan created a fake account just so we can do another sketch. <laughs> Damn, right I, was on the really, show. I was like bead-eyeing you, dude. I was like, in my head. I was oh. like, don't think it. Don't think it. He'll know it. Don't oh. think it. <laughs> you can also, also get our merch. We have merch for sale for both podcasts, uh, this one and the TN Boys Danger Junior podcast. Um, and we put out themed shirts from episodes. Yeah, I've been kind of lazy with that. I need to get back on the wagon. But I got, hey, I got like five shirts in the works, folks. <laughs> yeah, but that's on our in, that's on our Instagram. Right? You can find it there. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, all right. Shoot I in. love you, boys. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. 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 Oh my God. Phoenix. Phoenix. You gotta plug something. Oh yeah, my God. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Phoenix, it's okay. No worries. No worries about you. Yeah. Uh, you can find me at Bombass Phoenix on Twitter. Nice. I hope to tweet things you like. Um, I also have a podcast. Nice. Um, it's called Mania Moments with Robbie and Phoenix. Our friend Robbie is a co-host of it. Uh-huh. Um, if you like wrestling and like WrestleMania, we just uh, record every podcast episode and just talk about them. So yeah. if you're interested, uh, subscribe to that. And yeah. Yeah. Send Phoenix okay. a bunch of pictures of your junk. <laughs> no, that's literally not to, what we said. You don't have to do that last thing. <laughs> I don't. I didn't want that. Yeah, but. he wants it. <laughs> No, no, I'm saying no. <laughs> I'm saying yeah. he said I am saying no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Looking at you, women. But but yeah, thanks again for having me. It was yeah, fun. It was great. Thank it was you, Phoenix. Really we'll have yeah. you on again. No, yeah, cool. you're definitely you definitely welcome back anytime. Yeah. Thank you. All right, it's fun. She dead now. Bye bye. Good night. Bye, Bye, Buster. Bye, Buster Jones. The Danger Junior Writers Room is a Danger Junior production. Come sock. Produced by Austin Zessen, Logan Bagley, Megan Castleberry, Jimmy D, and Blake Brown. Come sock. Engineering by Jim D and Blake Brown. Come sock. Edited by Austin Zessen. Come sock. Theme song by Blake Brown, Jimmy D, and. Logan Baggerly comes up. Make sure to follow this show and all Danger Junior Productions at Danger JRPR on Twitter and Instagram. That's Danger Junior Productions spelled Danger JRPR on Twitter and Instagram. Come sock. All right, she dead now. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>